What is hope? You know, it's a word that's often misused and mistaken for wishful thinking or daydreaming or desiring or even just optimism. Now, those attitudes are certainly better than pessimism and despair, but they don't have the power to change your situation like hope does. In this broadcast, you'll learn how real hope is much deeper and far stronger than positive thinking. Hope isn't optimism. Optimism can be a denial of reality, but hope never denies the facts. Optimism is positive thinking. Hope is passionate trust. Optimism focuses on what you think you can do. Hope trusts in what God can do. In other words, optimism is psychological. Hope is theological. Optimism says it's not so bad, while hope admits, yeah, it's bad. In fact, it's really bad. But I still believe and trust in God. You see, hope is H-O-P-E, holding on, praying expectantly. This is Daily Hope, and I'm Rick Warren. Today on Daily Hope with Rick Warren, we continue in a series called Shape to Make a Difference with part three of a message called Why God Shaped You the Way He Did, taken from various portions of Scripture. And now, here's Pastor Rick. You know, when a family has those who've had special need children, an autistic child, a mentally undeveloped child, a physically handicapped child, do they love that child less? No, they love that child more. More. They love that child more. And the Bible says God loves the weak, the infirm, the special need person. And we need them in our lives to learn unselfishness. We must always protect the sanctity of life. Why? Because it reveals God's purpose. It equips me to serve him. Life is a test and it shows God's glory. God doesn't love them any less. Maybe you've never considered that God loves that child, that special needed child, just because he wants to show his love for them. They're not contributing, quote, the way the superstar is, the magna cum laude star. You are valuable no matter who or what you are. And so is every child and so is every elderly person. Now, the Bible tells us that God is responsible. Did you know this? God accepts responsibility for all of our genetic defects. Did you know that? Not the problems in our lives we brought on ourselves by overeating or smoking or drinking too much, stuff like that. But all the genetic weaknesses that you didn't have any choice in, you just inherited them. Did you know that God says, I'm responsible? It's part of your shape. Look at this verse up on the screen, Exodus 4. The Lord said, who gave man his mouth? Who makes him deaf or mute? Who gives him sight or makes him blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Does God love a blind person any less than a seeing person? Of course not. And God says, you know what? I accept responsibility for this because I've got a bigger perspective than any little pea brain human. I can see what you can't see. And I love them. And I love them as much as the person who's the all-star, prom queen, you know, Super Bowl champion. That's good news. 
God made you unique and he made you original because originals are more important than copies. When I was on the road this summer on these around the world tour, in every country we went into, most every country, we did a press conference. And in Hong Kong, we did this press conference, all the media came in and they had invited in some people whose lives had been changed by purpose-driven life. One of the ones that really touched me was a woman who shared her story and she had cerebral palsy. And she shook so much, her hands shook so much, her hands and and her head, because she couldn't control her, her muscle movements. In fact, she couldn't even speak correctly because the quiver in her voice. And we had to have a translator to explain what she had said. But in quite a long testimony, she said this, I thought I was a reject. I've always thought my life was an accident. That God didn't love me. Certainly nobody else loved me. That I was looked on as a freak, as somebody weird, as somebody unnatural. And I've always felt all my life that my life did not matter at all because of my cerebral palsy. I couldn't even speak right. And then she said, you know, I read Purpose Driven Life and I realized I'm not an accident and that I was made to last forever and this life is a test. And I am responsible not for somebody else's life, but what do I do with the cards I've been dealt? Do I make the most of what I've been given? Do I make the most of what I've got? And she said she began to learn to paint with her toes. She put a brush between her toes because she couldn't hold her hand steady, but her feet were a little more stable. And I saw these beautiful paintings that she had done. And she said, today, I'm living my life to the glory of God. I'm being what he made me to be. She said, I want to bring others to Christ. I'm living a purpose-driven life. I know my shape. I'm making the most of what I've been given. She said, I want to be God's princess. You weren't given that kind of handicap. What are you doing with what you've been given? God isn't going to compare you to anybody else, but he is going to compare you to your potential. You see, it's not my goal to be the best pastor in the world. I'm not even trying. It's my goal to be the best pastor I can possibly be given the talents, background, and gifts and opportunities God gave me because that's what I'll be evaluated on. Now, how should I respond to my shape? Well, you can't build your shape, develop your shape, use your shape until first you take these three steps. And let me just give them to you quickly. Number one, the first step is acceptance. And acceptance means to believe that God knows best. When he made me, he knew what he was doing. I believe that God knows best. You see, it all comes down to a matter of trust. Do I believe God made a mistake when he made me? Or do I trust him in knowing that he has a plan for my life? You see, do I believe when actually, when you say, God, I don't like me. There are things I don't like. I wish I were different. I wish I had different color hair, different color skin. I wish I were taller, shorter, fatter, skinnier. I wish I had more talent. I wish I could do that. I wish I looked like him. I wish I had her smarts or intelligence and on and on. You're basically saying to God, God, you blew it. 
You goofed up big when you made me. Everybody else is okay, but you goofed up when you made me. When you reject yourself, you are in essence rejecting God because he's your creator. And when you don't accept yourself, you know what it is? It's rebellion. It's rebellion against God. It's saying, God, I know better than you. And you should have made me different with a different set of strengths and a different set of weaknesses. And God says, no, I made you exactly to be you because I want you to be you with both your strengths and your weaknesses. And both of them can give glory to me. If you just start doing what I made you to do instead of trying to be like everybody else, to please your parents, to please your girlfriend, to please your boyfriend or whatever, I made you to be you. And it comes to acceptance. See, actually, it's quite arrogant to reject yourself. The Bible says this in Romans 9. My friend, I ask, who do you think you are to question God? Does the clay have the right to ask the potter why he shaped it the way he did? The answer is, of course not. Whenever we doubt God's love and whenever we doubt God's wisdom, we always get into trouble. And the root behind all of your problems is you don't trust God. That's Pastor Rick Warren with a portion of today's message called Why God Shaped You the Way He Did from the series Shape to Make a Difference. We'll continue with more in just a moment. Hey, did you know this broadcast isn't the only place to find daily hope? Check out rickwarren.org and learn what it means to be saved. You can listen to other Daily Hope broadcasts, request prayer, or shop our online store. For CDs, Bible studies, MP3s, books, and more. And you can sign up for Rick's free daily email devotional. Just visit us online anytime at rickwarren.org. And Rick really wants to hear from you. So email him anytime at rick at rickwarren.org to share your story. Rick will be back in just a moment with more Daily Hope. So what's your shape? Your shape is a combination of your spiritual gifts, heart, abilities, personality, and experiences. Working with Rick Warren, Pastor Eric Reese put together a six-session DVD and study guide based on Rick's teaching called Shape, Finding and Fulfilling Your Unique Purpose for Life. This empowering teaching gives you the tools you need to unlock and understand your God-given potential. The Shape DVD and study guide are in one kit and is our gift to thank you for your donation to support this broadcast. So please request your kit when you call 800-600-5004. Once again, here's Pastor Rick. When you reject yourself, you are in essence rejecting God because he's your creator. And when you don't accept yourself, you know what it is? It's rebellion. It's rebellion against God. It's saying, God, I know better than you. And you should have made me different with a different set of strengths and a different set of weaknesses. And God says, no, I made you exactly to be you because I want you to be you with both your strengths and your weaknesses. And both of them can give glory to me. If you just start doing what I made you to do instead of trying to be like everybody else, to please your parents, to please your girlfriend, to please your boyfriend or whatever, I made you to be you. And it comes to acceptance. See, actually it's quite arrogant to reject yourself. The Bible says this in Romans 9. My friend, I ask, who do you think you are to question God? 
Does the clay have the right to ask the potter why he shaped it the way he did? The answer is, of course not. Whenever we doubt God's love and whenever we doubt God's wisdom, we always get into trouble. And the root behind all of your problems is you don't trust God. You don't believe God really loves you. You don't believe that he really has your best interest at heart. You don't, you wish he had made you something different. And as a result of that, there's a spirit of bitterness in you that keeps you frustrated and keeps you from being all the man God meant for you to be or all the woman God meant for you to be. You were custom designed by God. Here's one more verse. You guided my conception and formed me in the womb. Remember I said it earlier, your parents chose the sex, but God chose the conception. He wanted you alive. He let that conception happen because he wanted you and he loves you. So first is acceptance. The second step is salvation. And salvation means that I receive God's love. I receive God's love. That's the second step to using your shape. The Bible says this, let your love God shape my life with salvation exactly as you promise. Let your love God shape my life with salvation. That can shape over a whole lot of mistakes. Exactly 15 years ago today, I received this letter. An attorney who was in our church at the time, very successful attorney, had offices in L.A., Washington, D.C., and San Francisco. And I shared with Carl the concept of shape many years ago. And he realized, he said, you know, Rick, I'm not doing what I'm shaped to do. You know, I think his parents wanted him to be an attorney, but he didn't really want to do it. And it wasn't what he was wired to do. And he he actually changed jobs. He sold his practice. Did a number of other things that he was wired to do. The first thing he did actually was be, become the director of the Union Rescue Mission up in Los Angeles on Skid Row. And he wrote me this letter, Dear Rick, over the years, the concept that you've taught me that has helped me the most and helped those I've shared it with the most is the concept of shape. I refer frequently to shape when talking with discouraged men and women along Skid Row. I point out that even the most desperate and tragic situations can form the basis for the good that God can bring out of our lives. God can always bring good out of bad. In the language of the street, you can't deal God a bad hand. Yesterday I saw the power of these truths impact a man named Richard. As a toddler, Richard was abandoned in a hotel room by his prostitute mother. He had two failed marriages and his children with whom he had no relationship or little relationship. And now in his 40s, Richard was overcome by pain and frustration and emotionally, he was still an abandoned little boy. When I explained to Richard the details of his unique shape, and the truth that you teach that God never wastes a hurt, you could see his despair begin to lift. Through weeping, there was a new sense of joy and celebration. 
It was though God was embracing and tenderly stroking someone who for many years was convinced that he was utterly unlovable. You are loved by God and the cross proves it. Jesus Christ died for you and he loves you. And he says, I have made you and I saved you and I have a plan for you and I have a home in heaven for you and I want you to follow me. The third thing we need to do is refocus. And we need to refocus and develop what's inside you rather than focusing on what's outside of you. Nobody can disagree that in our society, we are obsessed with outward appearance. It's in every television, every magazine, every newspaper, every movie, and people spend millions of dollars to work on the outside. And they go to spa treatments and they get all kinds of makeup and they do all kinds of clothes and everything buff up in order to look good. And they don't spend any time on the inside of them. It's all external and nothing internal. And yet God says this in 1 Samuel 16. The Lord does not look at the things that man looks at. Man looks at the outward appearance. But the Lord looks at the heart. Looks at the heart. Now my goal for you in this series is to help you become a confident person. I know a lot of people. I don't know very many confident people. I don't. Most people I know are honestly masking insecurity. I don't know many people who are that confident. But when you know your shape and you say, this is what God made me to be. I like me and God likes me. If you don't like me, what's your problem? (laughs) I want to help you become a confident man and a confident woman. And my goal is that at the end of this series, you'll be able to say, like Paul said, last verse on your outline, by the grace of God, I am what I am. That was later copied by Popeye. (laughs) But it was Paul who first said it. (laughs) I am what I am. And that's my goal for you. Let's bow our heads. Father, I know that there are many people here who've never really accepted themselves. And actually they're parts of their life, the way they look, the way they act, their talents, or whatever, their background, that they don't even like. They have rejected themselves. It's doubting that you know best. It's doubting that you love us. It's wishing that we were a copy of somebody else instead of an original. Help this series to be changing, life-changing in their lives. Now you pray. Say this in your heart. Dear God, I'm sorry, but I haven't accepted myself. And I realize tonight that that means I haven't accepted you. That I've rejected your creation. And I ask you to forgive me. I believe that you made me for a purpose. Thank you for loving me and for creating me and making me an original that is worthy and worthwhile and lovable. I accept how you made me and I receive your love 
If you've never accepted God's salvation, tonight say, Jesus Christ, I'm accepting you into my life. I'm accepting your love. I want to follow your purpose. I'm accepting your forgiveness. And I want to learn to know and love you. Help me to develop what's on the inside of me. And help me in the weeks ahead to discover my shape so that I can know your purpose for me, so that I can serve you better, so that I can pass the test of life, and so that I can show your glory. I want my life to bring a smile to your face, God. Thank you for loving me. I want to learn to love you more. In your name I pray. Amen. That's Rick Warren with Daily Hope. In a moment, Rick will return with a preview of tomorrow's program. But first, I want to tell you about the Daily Hope website. It's rickwarren.org. Log on today and you can get today's entire message, get message notes, social media links, and sign up for Rick's free Daily Hope devotional. Visit us anytime at rickwarren.org. Also, Rick would love to send you a gift to thank you for your donation supporting this Daily Hope broadcast. And it's the Shape to Make a Difference study kit by Saddleback Pastor Eric Reese, the perfect companion to the series you're hearing this month. Everyone has a shape, and Shape to Make a Difference gives you the tools you need to discover your unique shape for doing the very thing God created you to do. This includes discovering your spiritual gifts, clarifying what you have a heart for, recognizing your abilities, defining your personality type, and understanding how your life experiences, good and bad, can all be used to help others. You know, you're really not supposed to be good at everything. You were shaped uniquely for a reason. When you tap into the way God has shaped you and discover the secrets of your own personal makeup, you will absolutely find the path to a life of unimagined purpose, impact, and fulfillment. Just ask for your copy of Shape to Make a Difference when you call with your gift to support this broadcast. 800-600-5004. Daily Hope is 100% listener supported, so your support is really important. And to show you how much we appreciate your donation, we'll send you the Shape to Make a Difference study kit. So call to request it today. The number again is 800-600-5004. And we hope you'll consider giving just a little more today to keep this Daily Hope broadcast on your station. And now with a quick preview of tomorrow's message, here's Pastor Rick. When I use my spiritual gifts, like one of them is the gift of teaching. You get blessed. When you use your spiritual gift, I get blessed. So do the other people. If other people don't use their gift, you don't use your gift, I don't use my gift, we all get cheated. And every gift is important. It's like a puzzle. When you have a puzzle and one jigsaw piece is missing, what's the first thing you notice? The one missing piece. That's next time. Be sure to join us again as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and listeners like you.
important is your shape to you? In his book, Purpose Driven Life, Rick Warren talks about how important your own shape is. Your uniqueness as a person is your shape. Your shape is a combination of your spiritual gifts, heart, abilities, personality, and experiences. Your shape. Need help understanding your unique shape? Working with Rick Warren, Pastor Eric Rees put together a six-session DVD and study guide called Shape, Finding and Fulfilling Your Unique Purpose for Life. This empowering teaching gives you the tools you need to unlock your God-given potential, and it shows you how to unfold a kingdom plan for your life. The Shaped DVD and Study Guide are in one kit and is our gift to thank you for your donation to support this Daily Hope broadcast. So please request your kit when you call. 800-600-5004 Tap into the you that God shaped you to be. Request your Shaped Study Kit today. 800-600-5004 Daily Hope is a 100% listener-supported program, so thank you for your support to keep us on the station.